What's up, Lamb Chop? <laughs> What's up, Lamb Chop? How are you, buddy? <laughs> What's going on? I'm sitting outside by the water. I just ordered a two-pound lobster and fried clam belly. I'm How about s- that, Lamb Chop? <laughs> I like it. I can't believe you're in Nantucket and I'm deep in Staten Island getting ready to roll up on Mike Bichetti's house to do a podcast. Oh, my God. That, that that commercial you did with him eating the Doritos is probably <laughs> single-handedly one of my favorite things I've ever seen with my two cholesterol-ridden eyes. <laughs> now we need Joey to insert it right here. <clears throat> Doritos, just like Finn. Dump. Dump it. Yeah! Yeah! Doritos. They'll never let you down. <laughs> OB Radio. What's going on? You know that uh, Mike had a heart attack, uh... You know, soon after doing that yeah. whole thing for the radio show, right? Yeah, the kid took a hit. The kid took a hit for the radio show. That's why I love Mike Bichetti. <laughs> and how dedicated... It's like that radio show. That radio show curse. <laughs> <laughs> how dedicated am I to this damn podcast? I'm in the middle of Staten Island. You're in Nantucket. I could be up there right now. Oh, my God. You would love it here. Every All the girls look like indigo girls, and <laughs> it's just all the houses are gray, and everyone's just rich. I I, uh, I like Nantucket, but what I noticed over the years, the women simply don't have bodies on them. It's really strange. Have you noticed that I'm, yet? I'm, uh, yeah, I've seen a couple. Uh some closer than others, uh, but I'm fighting a good fight. I'm pushing through here, cuz. You're I'm pushing through. Up. All right. Yeah. Uh, uh, have you ran into Vic Henley yet? I was with Vic Henley yesterday from from 4.30 till about 11 o'clock at night. He got the brunt of my first day drinking binge. Uh, he's almost dead. Um, eat. Ron White told me to slow down. <laughs> Ron White? To- wow, no kidding. <laughs> so they have a thing up here, Opie, that I fell in love with. Yeah. There's a place called Cisco Brewery. So I go into this beautiful house. This house costs more than New Jersey, right? So I walk into this house, beautiful house. I'm flirting with this nice little 61-year-old in a little sundress. She loved me. I'll tell you, that story's for another day. So they have vodka cranberries in a can up here. Vodka? So it's a vodka, vodka cranberry and soda with a touch of lemon in a can, like a beer. Wow, that and sounds delish. I had 7,200 of them. <laughs> and I and I was just, I mean, hitting on girls slurred. And like, words they never heard, like, come here, mama. Like, it was just bad. <laughs> were, you, were, you in, uh, were you in Bob Seger mode? I was, it was night moves, bro. 100% All night right. moves. It was awesome. Yeah, for the people that don't know, we we kind of rate how bad Carl is with Bob Seger songs. If you're if you're in night moves, okay, you're you're fucking. The wheels are off. The wheels are off. I had to switch from one bed to another because I think I made a pee pee. I don't know. It was wet. Um, 
Thank God I got two twin beds. I woke up like four in the morning. I had to do the old switcheroo. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> to, quote, to quote my man Opie, I had to switch beds for the kids. <laughs> oh my God. You, th- you think you wet yourself? I think, I, well, I'm not sure. Um, there was no sand on my feet, so it wasn't ocean water. Yeah. Um, uh, maybe I just fell front side down. Only my pants fell in the puddle. Right. But uh, it's looking that uh, it's looking like a peepee. It looking, it's looking like I made a peepee. All right, but you're in Nantucket. It's acceptable. I I told the I told the cleaning lady I, I dropped some wine on the bed because it does smell <laughs> like alcohol. Oh my god! <laughs> Wait, wine? Hopefully, it wasn't red wine. No, 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 no. It was, it was like a clear. And it was very wet and all the way down to the mattress. So they're going to do a little switcheroo for the kid today. Oh, my um, God, bro. You're, I'm not sure what happened. I'll, all right. I'm not, I'm not judging. I'm definitely not judging. I'm not. I'm, I, I can't. I'm not officially saying I peed the bed. It could have been a prank. You know, there's a lot of comedians up here. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, you peed yourself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm not that's accepting it? that. That's yes. It? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not accepting that one. You peed yourself. <laughs> that means you're having a good time in Nantucket. I wanted to try the pee story on your first. See if I can get away with it, but I guess not. I'm just gonna have to push through and. Bro, and, and out of our crew, you know I'm the easy one, and I'm already like, nope, you peed yourself. <laughs> I, I'm the easy one. Forget it. I what just I, wanted to get it out there before Sherrod and gets up here and I get dismantled. Bro, we're watching. Uh, we're watching. Well, I shouldn't say we. I'll just say this. I gotta protect people. I'm watching a drug deal go down as I roll up to Mike Bichetti's house. I uh, I just texted you the address, so if if I'm missing an action, you know where I am, and you you send in your boys, all right? Well, wait, whoa, 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 whoa! Because if there's a drug deal going on, I'm gonna text you right now. A little order. Got <laughs> 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 a multitask. <laughs> oh, you're the worst. Get the phone. Do a favor. Do a favor for the kid. <laughs> oh my god! Go get fifty cent on the phone. Let's get this figured out. All right, you want me to roll down the window? I can try this out. You want me to try yeah, it out? Yeah, just what you do is make like a make like a roach thing with your two fingers, like you're gonna smoke weed. Yeah. And then and then make like a needle hand, like you're injecting a needle, and then do one touch in your nose, and that way we'll know what he's what what he's carrying. Oh my god! Your third base coach. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> you're waving everyone home. <laughs> well, I'm on my way, cause I uh, I'll be up there soon, and then we'll continue podcasting up there, I guess, huh? I can't wait, man. How's Mikey doing? Uh, Mikey's good. Mikey's in the car right now. What's up, Carl? I'm rocking your hat right now, buddy. Yeah, that's not cool, bro. I'm wearing but, right. I'm putting Opie back on. I'm wearing yeah, it right I'm now. Put back on. <laughs> wait, he really has one of your hats. Yeah, he left. He left it. Where's my hat? <laughs> oh my god! I didn't leave it. I gave it to the guy from. I gave it to Rob from Westwood One. Wow. What? I, what? That's like that's that's like that's like my call me, tell me uh, I left my wallet in my pants. Right. You know what I mean? Now he's got it. I left it in a in a whole bin with my Bose noise canceling headphones that I haven't seen in two months. Damn it. Well he looks, he looks good in it, I guess. Italian. He looks I'm good. He looks good. He's a good looking dude. You know what I mean? So I gotta know the deal with the sixty one year old. What happened? I need to know the deal with the sixty one year old. We were at the party, yeah, and she, she was super wealthy and just, you know, dripping in gold like pink cut. 
and that's my that's my market out here. I'm not going to waste my time with some little girl with a finger buying bikinis. That's a waste of time. <laughs> so, uh, so she was wearing like a like a like a sarong or something, like you know, one of these wraparounds. Yeah. And uh, and uh, you know, like I, her her like her suntan was showing like on the side of her of her body. So I touched her. She, no one's touching this lady in 25 years. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And I'm like I'm like looking good, ma. And she's like, well, thank you. And then that's it. I knew she was dead. That Jason Bourne on, on the case. And then just had her in the corner. The, everybody's uncomfortable, Opie. Nobody wants to deal with me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm wearing a shirt that says day drinking and naps. Flip-flops with black socks. And I got this lady pinned on the corner of a deck in a $20 million house. And she's having the time of her life. Yeah. And she's, like, telling me rich stories like... Oh, you remind me of Larry from Rhinebeck, New York in 1971. He was so happy. I'm like, yeah, whatever. And then we're just, you know, and nobody got near me. It was like I set off a stink bomb. No one, it was just me and her in the corner and everyone through the big windows just watching me take this down, take this game down. Oh, and, my uh, God. I know you love older women, but damn. Oh, was she was, she was perfect. She was so nice. She smelled like money. It was incredible, <laughs> man. It was incredible. I'm not gonna. I, Opie, I'm single now. You think I, I'm? A, I want to be kept. I'm not. I'm not doing this dating thing anymore. Like I gotta take people to dinner. No way. This way. This way is gonna give me a boat. <laughs> this lady's gonna like give me a boat. If I play my cards right, yeah. you know, I'm gonna have real estate. You know what I mean? I want to. I want to date with real estate at the end of it. Not. Not. Uh, not three warriors and freaking and a missing dog. Hearing <laughs> in? Oh, oh yeah, bring up the dog. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a sore spot with me. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of dog, I, awesome. I just pulled up to Mike Bichetti's and there's a huge sign that says "Beware of dog." Oh my god! And, and then That's unbelievable. And then there's like religious uh, statues outside Mike Bichetti's house. A lot of religious Let statues. Me tell you something as a, as a criminal. As a, as a reformed criminal, whenever you see a beware with dog sign, there's no dog and the owner is scared of people. Yeah, and no, I understand that. Rob. Yeah, I, I even know that one. Mm-hmm. I know that one. Uh, all that's right. Like, uh, that's like when you drive around rich neighborhoods, you look for the houses with no pools because you know they're not there in the summer. Oh, oh my God. Oh, shit. He's a legit perp. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, he I don't ask too many questions about Carl's past. Ignore, 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 ignore. Ignore all the signs around you. He's just a nice chef from humble beginnings. See, he didn't, you know, he's not commenting on that. Or he might have hung up. Carl? He's gone, Opie. Let's move on. We lost him? Think so, Carl. Looks like Mrs. Robinson's calling the Cuban in for seconds. Wow, that's how we lose Carl. The sixty-one-year-old got up. Yo, Carl. Hey, where are you, buddy? Mike's house. That's right, Mike. That's the house there. Unsavory characters over here. You think my car's gonna be safe here? This, I think you're good. This is a weird neighborhood. All right, let's roll up. The podcast has begun. Fuck it. It doesn't have to be formal. I'll, I'll call Carl back after this is done. That sounds like a plan, doesn't it? Yeah. I think it does. All right. We're in the middle of Staten Island. Walking up to Mike Bichetti's house. People want to know who Mike Bichetti is. Well, he's a comedian. He used to do my radio show. Uh, I'm turning my body because there's wind. Joey hates wind. Hey, Hope, the wind, the wind. I know, Joey. 
I think I think I turned enough where the windows in that bed. So yeah, Mike's a comedian. He's worked with Artie Lang a lot. He's done my radio shows over the over the years, and uh, he looks like Beaker from the Muppets. To the point where every Halloween, when we uh, decorate our pumpkins and our gourds, we make Mike machetes. There's a picture of that on my Instagram if you care, OP Radio. And uh, Mike had a heart attack too. Oh, I hear, I hear people. You want to know who it is? Mike Gay, open the door. Hey guys, I got stuff. You got stuff? Yeah, downstairs. I got my own shit. Okay. If it's easy for you guys. Mike, you're on right now. Oh, nice. We'd be good. Hi, guys. Thank you. Welcome. It's good to see you, man. I don't know why I'm welcoming you. I guess I'm welcoming you to the podcast and you're welcoming me uh, to your home. Yeah, I got some water downstairs you guys want. I got organic potato chips, all that nonsense I'm eating now. That's good. good. You look good, bro. Thank you. You're trying to get back into shape, I see. Uh, It's been... Well, it's taken a while. (laughs) A little longer than show, but what do you what do you expect from you, a fat guy? Mike, there's some savory savory characters in the neighborhood. Oh, it totally is. It's, it's an ex. Okay. <laughs> oh, really? No, no, they're all over here. Yeah, I saw it. There was a dude over there with a neck tattoo making. No, 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 no. no. He's talking mob. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh no, it was hosted on was. It's still itch. Wait, there's a mob area. I really don't know. Oh. <laughs> Where are we going? Out of my basement, my room, actually. Wait, can't you give us a tour of the house first? Uh, I got a dog upstairs. It's a chihuahua. She's kind of a, she'll be going cuckoo if I bring you guys up. Okay. A what? My brother's dog. Yeah, let's... Guys. Hey, man, what's up? Opie, I'm a huge fan, man. Who are you? I'm Sal. What's up, Sal? How's it going? Nice You're on the you. podcast already. That's great. Is that Mike's brother? Yeah, Tony. Come on, come on What's going on, man? I want to. Uh, hey, man. Nice to meet you. Nice, nice, What's your name? Uh, Tony. The who? Tony. Tony. What's up, Tony? Mike. I don't know Tony. Nice Wait, this is where you do the podcast, Mike? Yeah, right there. Very cool. Look at this. Whoa. <laughs> you got a green screen down here? I had to set it all up, bro. You had to set the whole thing up for him? Oh, you're the co host on his podcast now? Yeah. Oh, right on. Wow, nothing but the best for us today there, uh, Bichetti. I, I got the uh, the veggie chips, good and healthy. What else you got us? Uh, the, the Thin Right, crispy, crunchy, great-tasting baked pretzels. And one tiny bag of smart food, white cheddar popcorn. Who knows what the hell we're eating, really? You know what I mean? They tell you all kinds of shit, and eight years from now, the government will be finding some shit wrong with it. Yeah, of course. Give me a tour of your house. Is this where you live, too? I meet my mom, yeah. Uh oh. Is mom cool? Yes. Are we allowed to smoke pot down here? No, 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 no. Oh, all right. I'll be cool. What if I got my G pen and you can't even smell the, the marijuana? Oh. Wow, you got one of those tiny yip yip dogs. She's awesome, though. Oh, she seems awesome. How old is she? What's her name? She's like five. <laughs> oh my God. What do you mean that dog's awesome? No, she is though. No, she's just... <laughs> no, she just nipped at me. How could she be awesome? <laughs> Alright, alright. Nice to meet you, dog. Alright, alright. Where are we going now, Mike? Hey. 
<laughs> Mike Buschetti's mom. Yeah. You're, you're on my podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. How's everything? Uh, everything's good. Did you get lost coming here? Uh, no, it was a nice ride. Where'd but, you come from? Uh, Manhattan. You know what you should do? Uh, Upper West Side. You guys are like deep into Staten Island here, though. No, I was born in Manhattan, in Inwood. Oh, really? Yeah, we lived in, and then we lived in 138 Street. Uh, sure. In the Bronx. Right. In South Bronx. Yeah. We lived in Harlem. Yeah. And then it came to Staten Island. Nice. I like Staten Island. I, yeah. I'm not here often. I don't know much about it, but uh, it's, it's pretty cool. I, I just met your dog. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, but she's like that with me, too. She was loyal to one person. Yeah. Master, but and even family members go after for some reason. Yeah. The psychos. What do, you, what do you want to say about Mike on the podcast? He's a lovely boy. He is. He's a great kid. Yeah. Yeah. He's done a lot of great radio for uh, me over the years. Oh, good. So I felt like I owed him a favor to come to his house. Uh, that's very nice. Yeah. He appreciates it. You know what you said about me one time? I said, uh, you know, this is the woman who created me. And she said, if I, I wouldn't tell her to too many people if I knew. <laughs> when did you know Mike was funny? When he was born. <laughs> when he was born? Does he pay the bills? Yes, he does. Does he help with bills? Yes, he does, yes. Because it's a little weird that he's still living with mom. I'm not going to lie to you. I, don't want, I want my kids living with me. This way I know where they are. Oh, I that's love a- it. I love it. I'm just even though he busts my chops. Yeah. But I know they're safe. Yeah, that's uh, right. that's, that's a number one. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's well, another that's another way to look at it. So sure. Someone else is here. Oh, what did Mike invite the whole neighborhood? The, yeah, why not? The doorbell's been ringing ever since I got here. No, no. I, I met a whole bunch of people already. And thank you. Thank you for the snacks that Mike bought. Oh, good. That's right. I, I bought, yeah, he bought some pretzels. He's a good he's he's a, he has the good. heart of gold. He does. Yeah. He really does. Is he, is he uh, taking care of himself ever since, you know, the heart attack? Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I get his food and I prepare it. I make sure he's right. the way he's supposed to. We were all worried about Mike when yeah, that I, happened. Oh, I was too. I was, um, I, in the middle of the night, he woke me up and he said, Mom... I said, you what, Mike, I thought he was coming home because he was doing his uh, comedy bit. So I said, what's up, Mike? I thought he was going to tell me he's on his way home. I said, I'm having a heart attack. And I stood there like this. Yeah. Shaking, right? Yeah. I said, where are you? I'm in the city, but I'm waiting for an ambulance to come. Don't worry about it. I'll call you back. Biggie hangs up. I have no idea where he was, okay? Anyway, make a long story short, NYU came. The ambulance, they took great care of Because my father died at 57 when his heart. My brother, 52. My mother was 68. And now I have a heart attack. I have a heart So the very, I said, God, don't take my son, please. Yeah. You're looking great. But you'll be 80. Hope I get that far. <laughs> huh? You'll be 80 in October. You're going to be 80. October. Damn, you're doing something right. Mom's 80, Mikey. She's going to be 80 October 4th. Oh, wait. Second, sorry. October 2nd. All right. God put me here to be aggravated by my kids. Yeah. But I love it. All right, right on. All right, I'll let you be. If you want to do the podcast with us, we'd love to have you. She's going to be so upset. It's careful for the guy. No, no. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. That's just great. I want to strangle that dog, Mike. No, she's fine. Is this where you live? Yeah. This is your room? Yeah, it's pretty... It's, it, it is what it is. That's fine. You don't really have much in your room, Mike. I try not to. I try to keep it easy over here. Wait, you got you yeah, got. No, I got some antiques over there. You got some antique trains on Check a, it out. The, the on, a on a dresser. The baby roof. 
That's all. Here, here, why don't you walk me over here? Come on. This is like doing cribs on MTV. This is the bed where you, uh, well, I, I, you I know. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever have you ever brought a girl home to this bed? No, I have a sleep apnea mask. It's not easy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you live with your mom with a really loud dog, so you can't even sneak the the girls in no, here, no, 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 no. and you sleep with a sleep apnea ma- mask. I'm, I'm very worried till we get a home invasion here. I mean, that's what she's going Wow, that's a hell of a backyard you got. We got a fig tree. You like figs? I'll, I'll get. When they come oh. out, I'll let you know. I'll bring you some figs. Oh, that would be wonderful. No, no, I love, I love fruit. This, I'll show you yeah, guys. Come on over here. I got you. All right. This is from like 1923. You got to explain it because this is in video. What is it? Okay, it's a... You don't even know. American Flyer. Okay, that's good. American Flyer. But it looks like... You got to watch what you get. Okay. This is awesome. Open. This is one of the first plastic trains. Oh, no, wait. This is. I'm sorry. It's a wind-up. Check this out, guys. Okay. I love this. You know, they love sounds on podcasts. It's not working. Wait, what happened? It's not working. Damn it. It did last time. Wait, what happened? (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome, all right. Sounds like uh, radio static. Yeah, yeah. Something really cool. This is my favorite. Okay. Where are we going now? Check how heavy this dude is. Yeah, little uh, little toy cars from England, you said? Corgi. They're Corgis. They're awesome. They're Corgis? Yeah. Okay. Oh, this is in the 1920s. Look at this. What is it? It's a race car. Look how heavy that thing is. Yeah, that's like an old school race car. Absolutely. From the turn of the century. This? I don't know. This may be a fake. <laughs> I see you got a jump rope over there. It has no news <laughs> Can you jump rope on the podcast for us? Uh, you want to go in the backyard and try it? Uh, I don't know if I can. I haven't really did anything that physically. <laughs> so you just have a jump rope under your TV, your RCA TV from... That TV's got to be from... 1967? <laughs> Is it really a 19... 19- <laughs> Sorry about this. As OP Radio's Final Cut producer, I'm obligated to step in here under the circumstances of what some call in the business double audio. I like to refer to it as a sonic abortion, sort of a non-life-threatening form of friendly fire that's usually caused by invited listeners who want a contest or possible sponsors being schmoozed by salespeople who get to sit in the studio and watch but are told to keep quiet while the show's in progress. Well, sometimes, as in this moment, It's caused by less experienced producers who've been recently hired and for some reason find themselves bored with the current conversation. Like this case here, we have our newest member of the team, Mike Sappho, who I respect immensely as a 15-year vet on the NYPD. But now while he's moonlighting as a producer for Westwood One, he's making my job a bit of a fucking nightmare. And then there's Sal. You'll get to hear more of him a bit later. He kind of reminds me of a modern-day Rupert Pupkin and also doesn't seem to get the hint from our legendary host that even though the interview comes off as a simple exchange, there is a method to this. Opie's actually working. He just makes it look easy. Now, excuse our host Greg Hughes, mostly known as Opie, for making everyone, including Mike's annoying chihuahua, so comfortable that they feel no responsibility to the product whatsoever, or regard for the scene Opie's trying to set for you by remaining quiet, or as we say to simply... Stand by as we go deeper into the conversation with our guest. We apologize for this debacle and promise it'll be fixed. But let's not be too hard on a dog. As for the rest of this shit show, brought to you by two animals who walk upright. What the f- 
It's a square TV. This is, we found the last square TV in no, here. My mom has my mom has a, a one upstairs, guys. Those flat screen are great, right? Yeah, the flat screens are great. This is horrible. Yeah, this is horrible. So once you get yourself a flat screen, you're you're a successful comic. Well, not really. (laughs) 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 Why are you laughing? I think you're successful. Well, thank you. Uh, For me, you're super successful. I wouldn't be here if I didn't think you were successful. And uh, I appreciate that. Thanks. I'm kind of lucky with this. I'm a little sad by uh, your surroundings and the square TV. It's okay. You know what? I've been doing a lot of good stuff. I've been doing a lot of writing. Okay. I I bought Final Draft. Final draft. While yes. I started writing stuff before I had a heart attack. Yeah. I'm serious. I came close a couple of times to selling people stuff to like Fomantle Media. Yeah. People like that. I came very close to selling stuff. Good. But they dropped the ball on me. You know what I mean? It was, yeah. What are you going to do? What's your most valuable possession? Uh, Here, walk us to it. Probably my penis. <laughs> well, I, I don't know if it's valuable if no, you're not really using it, no. there, Mike. <laughs> I mean. I don't know. <laughs> What? The most valuable Wait, did, did we just see all your possessions? No, I, I had some other stuff hidden here some places. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there's really not much in your in your room. And- no, I don't. I try to keep it easy because you know I'm Oscar Madison, so it's a pain. You guys should have seen it before you got you got here. Can we can we open your drawers? Uh, it's kind of basic stuff. Yeah, basic clothes, right? Yeah. Uh, not really folded, Sal, no. You said Sal, right? Yeah, it's Sal. Okay. Yeah, Sal, uh, who does the podcast with Mike Bichetti. Oh, we do a podcast called Testosterone Open. Yeah, yeah. I've heard of it. I haven't listened to it. We just started it, so, you know. Okay, there you go. How many episodes you guys up to? We're like, like three now. Three. three. All right, I'm going to definitely check it out. Thank you. Um, all right, well, I was hoping that we'd get a better tour of your house before we start. Anything else, anything else he could show us in this house? Uh... Maybe some family photos. Let's go family we photos. We don't have that many. You know why? Because in Sandy, we lost them. How did you lose them? In Hurricane Sandy on Staten Island. Oh, oh, My the hurricane. Was in it, so we got zero. I got anything past the age of 35. <laughs> 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 well, let's wander around the house a little more, okay. and, then, and then we'll settle in for a podcast. This is my luxurious bathroom. Let me see the bathroom. It's, you got your own bathroom? Yes, I love it. Bro, this could be the, the thinnest bathroom I've Wait, I think I could fit. I don't think you could fit in here with me, Mike. No, I can't. It's, it's a very, it's a very. T- can I do? Can I look in the medicine yes, cabinet? Absolutely. I'm a big fan of looking at people's medicine cabinets. I need all kinds of stuff. <laughs> oh, all right. What do we got? Oh, that's heart medicine. A lot of heart medicine, I see. This is Paxil. Paxil. OCD. Oh, you got the OCD. I haven't had it since I'm 26. Why 26? That shouldn't happen. Why did it happen at 26? I don't know. It's very weird. You know, I got OCD in my family. Are you serious? Yeah, my mom's really fucked up with the OCD. Once again, we apologize for this brief moment of confusion. Remind me to schedule my next conference call in the same room Sappho and Sal are recording their podcasts. All that stuff, Mike. And she's been on every pill. Don't take too many of those pills. Those pills are garbage. Of course they are. You heal your own brain. You hear your own brain? You heal your own brain. Yeah, you can heal your own no, brain. No, the thing is, but, oh, it depends when it happened. Like right. years ago, yeah. 
like like shit hundred years ago. Yeah, they put lock people in a fucking closet. They can't do nothing with them. So at twenty six, how did the OCD come on? It just happened to me. In what way? Do you remember? It's like you know, like checking doorknobs and all that other stuff. Yeah. And then my mind just kept it was kept, kept having the same repetitive thoughts over and over again. What was the repetitive thought? Do you remember about one? Getting, about getting emotionally sick and mentally sick and like it wouldn't stop. Right. I was only twenty six, and at that time, just like eighty eight, thirty years ago. Yeah. They had no idea what OCD was then. Right. They gave me fucking Haldol, which you get to like Jack the Ripper. Wow. It was horrible. Horrible. What did that make you do? Misdiagnosed. I feel like Al Capone's grandson. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means, Mike. But it's funny, just to say. All right, now I'm watching the medicine cabinet. I think we can move on. So good to see you. It's what? been forever. I'm happy to see you. What is the vintage black? Oh, this is some shitty stuff I bought in. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, TJ Maxx. Make sure it don't smell that bad during the summer. I, I, oh, it's a little... Uh, yeah, it right, smells a little good. Right. Yeah, sure. And what's in this thing? Oh, my teeth. <laughs> Wait, you got teeth? I embraced uh, dentures, yeah. When did you have dentures? Oh, uh, forever. Wait, you can pull your teeth out right yeah, now? I'll show you. All right. I, I've known you for years and I... Oh, my God, your teeth come out. <laughs> Mike, his teeth come out. What? I never knew this. Oh my god! god. This was the first podcast you should have had a video of the whole time. Yeah, then we could have put a face to the assholes ruining this episode. I didn't know your teeth came out. Yeah, I'm very quiet about now. Okay, no, no, I'll say why I I, I never knew. Because they look so natural. Perfect time to start moving metal patio furniture across the floor. Right on. Thank you. Fucking a. I know. You have a nice smile and everything. That dentist has did a great job. I love him. Yeah. Beautiful smile. I had no idea. Do you, do you put him in that... that uh... Package. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. fouled up with my teeth. You know, I was terrified of the dentist when I was a kid. Oh, so you, a lot just, of people, you, you didn't take care of your teeth and then no, it got to a point? I hated the dentist, you know? Right. A lot of people did, I think, Of right? course they... Uh, everybody hates the dentist. Yeah. So, but now he's not that bad, you know? Kids thought he was a villain, but... Right. Yeah. I don't like the sweet air. <laughs> Who doesn't like the sweet air, right? Mikey! <laughs> All right, let's put your dentures back in your mouth. And uh, let me put this back in your medicine cabinet. Thank you. All right. And, this uh, seat for you to do. I don't know how you guys want to do this. Well, I have a seating area for you. you guys uh, sit yeah, thank you. Yeah, uh, Can I see the backyard now? Yeah, I'll take you back. All right, I'm going to go into Mike Bichetti's okay. uh, backyard. Mike, what's that? You're not that I'm just going to fall you pay a lot of money to have a backyard in Manhattan. You understand that. I hope you appreciate oh, yeah. your backyard, Mike Bichetti. I love backyards. You love backyards. I love backyards. Is that poison ivy? I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> Mike, Mike, you got to take care of you. There's nothing growing in those planters. They're all dead. Really good, I'm not really a good botanist. <laughs> you're not, you're not, <laughs> you, don't, you don't have the, the, the green thumb, huh, I'm sir? I'm not a good botanist, guys. You know. uh, that's okay. Is that your the, the famous I fig tree? I think these are figs. Let me see. Might be. You don't know what if it's a fig tree or not? It could be, guys. And why it does... Oh, wait, yeah. You know why it is? Because, look, that, those are figs. Yeah, they're figs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, and, know, I don't know when the season is, though. And why the netting around the fig tree? I don't know. It got here. It was here when we got here. And you just never took the net off? I just figured the heck with it. It'll, nature will take care of itself. They're only growing outside the net, though, Mike. Yeah, the figs oh, are growing only? outside the net, so any creatures could still grab your figs. Ah, let them have some fun. All right. <laughs> what else is in this wonderful backyard? <laughs> I haven't seen a clothesline. Since 1956. Oh, my God. <laughs> you got a clothesline. Do you, do We're you stuck act- in Pleasantville. 
Yeah, I know. Pleasantville. Do, I love that movie. Yeah. Do, do you guys hang clothes on the clothesline? Uh, my mom, no. We have actually we have a washer and dryer in, in the in the thing. Guys, I feel like we're in Pleasantville. I love that movie. <laughs> yeah, I, we're I, not that far from Leave It to Beaver. I hear you. And, and you got the lawnmower. My brother and, uses that thing. I haven't lifted a finger since we got here. <laughs> okay, yeah, the lawnmower is just hanging out right next to the, uh, <laughs> the the patio furniture on the cement. <laughs> okay. This is fun, man. I love it. And what's this? I guess just a regular. Uh, uh, be careful, up here. Be be right there. Oh, I see the bee. Okay. Um, uh, I don't want to be stung by a bee as we're podcasting. And now we're going to the side of the yard. I Wait, I can't hear you, Mike. Something about being stung by a bee. I'm trying to open up everything around me. All right, there's nothing in there. All right. Wait, so what were you saying? You got stung by a bee in, the, was, in your I hand? I was like 23. I just got stung by a bee. You know what happened? I didn't wear my glasses. I thought it was a fly. And I grabbed them like this to stop them. Yeah. And I found out it wasn't a fly. <laughs> really? <laughs> Fucking idiot stung me. Wow. But I was like, good, that idiot's dead now after he stung me. I think of course. they died. Now, um, I think this is like a... What kind of plant is that? That looks like maybe... Uh, Might be hashishish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you get along with the neighbor? I don't really know them. You don't know the neighbor. They're lit- I could touch their house from your house. I don't really bother with people. I'm kind of quiet. You honestly don't know them? No. You wouldn't know their names? No. That is so... What about these people? I'm in a backyard where you can see a lot of houses that they're really close to but Mike's see, backyard. But it's different. Like, I mean, you, you you grew up in the city or where'd you come from? I, I grew up on Long Island. But oh, nice. But Long Island's like this, though, right? I mean... No, our house was... Um, we had... Yeah, we had a lot of space between our houses. But yeah, we, we knew how, our neighbors. How far out? I mean, my, my cousin lived in Massapequa. I lived uh, in Huntington. Huntington. Oh, that's area. awesome. I love yeah, it yeah, over yeah. there. It was all that's right. Like, there was a place over there years ago, a comedy club... Fast Eddie's? Yes. There you go. High five. I love that place. Fast Eddie's. Uh, Fast Eddie, who just passed a year ago. Oh, he did? Yeah. He's, he's, uh, he's such a good guy. Great guy. Loved him. Was uh, my sister's father-in-law. Really? My sister married uh, Mike. He was such a nice guy. I didn't know he died. That sucks. Wait, did you perform? Yes. Back in like 94, 95. Yeah. Do you remember Holly? The blonde bartender? Possibly. That I don't all really you know. motherfuckers wanted to have sex with? That was That was my sister. Oh, really? I never yeah. hit on a woman. I'm not a, I'm not a devil like those guys. <laughs> you didn't hit on her, did no, you? No, never. I'm not that kind right. of guy. Yeah, but uh, Fast Eddie's was a great club. Nice guy. Otto. Otto and George God performed there. Soul. Florentine performed there. Actually, so uh, many people did. Uh, who else? Uh, they had another club, too, for a short time in Huntington called Strawberries. Yeah, sure. That was really nice. It didn't yeah. last long, but it was a great club. I totally remember Strawberries. But, yeah, Fast Eddie... That's a great era. I loved it there. It's really nice. Fast Eddie was so full of life, but he uh, he passed on us uh, about a year ago. He, he, he was a great I was always magician. terrified of him when I seen him. No! You know what? Because Fast, that, was, that was just a bad hair piece. No, no, no. He looked like a mafia guy. <laughs> well, he did. he did. He did. He really did. He had I was that so look. young. I was like... And they called him Fast Eddie. So yeah. thing, and my knuckles would be fucking broken <laughs> yeah. in half. Like there's something to <laughs> but he was such a good guy, though. He was a great guy with a very strange uh, toupee that kind of frightened people. He always had a great show, though. When Otto was there, other people, it was always fun. It, it was a great, great place in Huntington. The food was good, too. Absolutely. Uh, all right, yeah, there's a lot of people out here. I love Long here. Island, man. It's, it's nice. I wish I lived out there. Well, why don't you get a place out there, Mike? It's The rent is like, forget it. The houses there are much, a lot. How old are you? 57. You're 57 living with your mom. I think it might be time to move out. What do you think? I hope to go and some cool stuff happens where I can. I've been working my ass off trying to do other things, yeah. get stuff going on, but it's not easy. But you got a nice spot. Your mom leaves you alone. Yeah. So, you know, it's not the worst thing in the world. Sorry, Mike, what's the password? 
Oh, oh, uh, yeah, oh you no, might not want to get the password out on the oh. on the on the oh, podcast. Let me let me walk over here. Hey, uh, Mike, who uh, helps me produce the podcast, came with me. What do you think so far, Mike? Oh, but it's weird. There's no pictures anywhere. There's some <laughs> trains. Yeah. He handed us popcorn. Said he's eating healthy. The veggie chips have Mickey Mickey Mouse on them. It's it's a weird place here, man. He's 57 and he doesn't really have many possessions. You you don't really own oh, anything. Boy, you know what though? You own a couple. No offense, crappy like uh, you know uh, trains. Trains. Yeah, but you know what? You never know. Not what a I got. full you set. You don't even have it. You don't even have like train tracks. I don't even give a shit. You know what? If I'll sell them to somebody, who gives a shit? I, I did sell some stuff recently. I bought these toys. Toys called Tootsie Toys, like Tootsie Rolls. I paid like twelve dollars. I sold them for sixty. Really? People bought them, so I know if I just find a right buyer. Oh, so you're flipping stuff. That's good. Yeah, if okay, I can. Okay. Good for you, man. But it's not easy. You just got to know what you're buying. That's the whole thing. I want to get you on Storage Wars. I think you'd be great on Storage Wars. I love Wars. those kind of things. I, I love, uh, what the hell, that old guy just died recently from Pawn yeah. Stars. I love that show. Yeah, Pawn Stars was awesome, too. Well, did you ever go there? I went to the one in Vegas. It's, no. It's a lot different than in real life. The storage shop is tiny. But it, but they, I didn't get to meet them, but I wish I did. I like the old man. God rest his soul. Yeah, absolutely. Well, American Pickers, those guys are cool. American Pickers, I had those guys on the show. They're cool. Then uh, the thing is, you know, with them, then imagine those guys are multimillionaires, probably right from the show alone. Yeah. Well, probably, but even before that, then who knows what kind of stuff they have? You ever see some of the things they have? I mean, some of them things are like the sky's the limit with antiques. Of course. You know, Can we smoke our pot now, or? Uh, you're getting a little nervous. Yeah, you know what? Mom will be like calling up a church group. You <laughs> got some healing here right oh, now. She, she's into the church thing. Yeah, like a rosary group and all that stuff. So, are you a church guy? I go to church once a week, and I and I, I just do the right thing, and that's it. Right. But she'll be calling a rosary group. The freaking Cardinal will be on his way. <laughs> <laughs> she'll be like, they'll be preaching to the evils of, of you know, of smoking marijuana and things. I, 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 I'm, I'm so sorry. This is my own house. You guys could smoke and stay all night if you wanted to, but I have no control here. All right, let me let me talk to your mom about the pot thing. I think we can work something out. Can smoke a little pot in Mike's backyard. Yeah, but backyard. you know what, though? Don't and ask her because you know why she's totally anti-drug, major. Really? Yeah, I can't. I don't want to even ask her. All right, you're getting a little nervous about that. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't want to make you uncomfortable in your own home, that's for sure. But you should tell her that a lot of ancient uh, religions, they swear that a lot of the religion was based on marijuana. Look they it up. There's symbolism. There's a lot of symbolism in the in, in the old uh, art for the old religions. I don't want to tell her that she'll be thinking I'm lying to her. But I, I know oh, really? Rich, okay, yeah. you know what? I, I, I'm so sorry. I wish I could. It's okay. I, I can wait. Thank you. I'm sorry. I wish no I could worries. Let's let's uh, watch out. Watch out for the poison ivy on the way back into your uh, into your room here. That was nice. People smoke peyote. Wait, who smoked the peyote? The, uh, the Native, American? Native American. Yeah. Religious ceremony. Yeah. I, I, I appreciate you, you lit something in this room to make it smell nice. I appreciate that. Oh, my brother has that. Uh, those incense candles. Yeah. How nice are they? All right, can we see the rest of the house before we start? Uh, that's about it, guys. We don't have much what about the living room? Let's go in the living room. Uh, the dog's up there. That's, the only that's all right. I, I can handle it. Do you mind if I just wander around your yeah. house? Oh. Okay. Now. Does this lead anywhere? Besides freedom? That's the front no, door. That's my washroom. Do you have a basement? No, the washroom. My brother does the wash. <laughs> How old's your brother? He's uh, a little younger than me. <laughs> Is he older or younger than me? No, no, he's younger. Why is he younger? Huh? He's younger than me. Younger than me. It's a mess. 
All right, we're going into Mike Bichetti's garage. <laughs> it's not a mess. It's nice. Smells horrible from the fumes, though. Yeah, a lot of your memories in here, I see. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Well, I, I don't know why you're saving any of this uh, this stuff. I, don't know. Uh, I should be on war- storage warrant in this way. Oh well, I mean, here's something. <laughs> Got the M M&M, and M man. She still loves the M M&M. and M. We have a bunch of them. They're like, fuck. She loves the M M&M and M man. Oh, it's all M M&M. and M. She's a big She's fan of M M&M. and M's. Okay, okay. She collects the M M&M and M stuff. I, I don't. I like the M M&M, and M's, but not that much. Are we gonna meet uh, your sister? No, she's working now. Where's she work? She works in Entenmann's Bakery. I work in. I love Entenmann's. Let's go. <laughs> Original crumb cake. Yeah, we could probably go there after this. Let's I, roll. Yeah, what she shows how they're made. You know what? She's working now over there. I don't know if we can go in there and really bother her, but I, I can get some cake maybe tomorrow. I love that. Now, Just if we out. walked your neighborhood, what's close to here? Uh, Not Nothing to walk to, really? No, it's all like commercial. The other side, like all shit, like Boston Market. Nothing spectacular. I'm a big fan of Boston Market. Hey, well, no, this, this one, this Boston Market went downhill. Oh, uh, really? It's horrible. And what about uh, the peanuts? I'm Charlie Brown. <laughs> be thankful. I like that. A, a be thankful banner. That's nice. A lot of uh, Thanksgiving stuff, I notice. My mom loves to decorate through holidays. All the, like, women do that kind of stuff, decoration with holidays. I'll just keep the same decoration up all year long. <laughs> Nothing wrong with decorating the house for the holidays, Mike. Yeah. You're not a communist, are you? No, no, no. no okay, no. good. So let's not make fun of that. No, no. I'm Mom's sorry. 80, and she she wants to you know enjoy That's a few it. more holidays. <laughs> There's the chocolate cream cupcakes from Entenmann's. They torture me with this stuff now, right? Yeah, I hope you're taking care of yourself, Mike. I'm not eating any of this. There's a like, whole yeah. garbage. Well, someone ate it. Not me. There's a whole there's a whole uh, uh, garbage can filled with Entenmann's <laughs> boxes, eight glazed chocolate donuts. Not a fan of the the glazed donuts from Entenmann's. I'm, uh, I can't lie to you there, Mike. I just like the original coffee cake. That, I'm a huge fan of that. Huge. I love cheesecake, but it's got to be Junior's or something good. Or Baby Watson. You want to know? Uh, I got a quick cheesecake story. The other day, uh, my wife uh, brought home a cherry cheesecake. How? What? Why are you putting your finger oh, up? I'm so excited. I the fucking cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> so. Take me, take me to a bakery to fucking smell it. I haven't had anything in like 18 months like that. Though. So I got, I got food allergies. Do you have food allergies? Not that I know of. I don't think so. I got food allergies. What I, do you I mean like weed or like. I, I'm allergic to uh, apples. I, oh, really? I can't eat an apple, but I can eat apple pie. That's so, weird. Yeah, because the proteins change when you cook it. Oh, right? okay. So I thought the same thing uh, uh, was the case with cherries, because I think I'm allergic to cherries, too. Oh, I gobbled down that cherry cheesecake, Mike. I enjoyed every bite of it, and instantly my lips swelled to five times the size. Oh, God. Instantly, you and then half my and half my face started going numb. Like Bell's palsy. <laughs> yeah, I had Bell's palsy. You got Bell's palsy. I too. had that too. I'm not, I don't mean to laugh at that. No, I fucking had it like in the late nineties. It sucked. Wow. I looked like fucking Jane, Jane LaFoot, the pilot. <laughs> oh, that sucks. But it went away, right? Yeah, I had had my face wrinkled with a fucking lion type thing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? What is he saying? I had to like, and my face had to go through like electrical fucking. I went there to like a surgeon type thing. Yeah, the fucking idiot eye in my face. <laughs> like, oh my I get God. it out. I was like, and I felt it shocking in the eye. Yeah, and I screamed one day, "If you fuck up, I'm gonna kill you in this fucking office." And like, <laughs> Mike, you've been through a lot of stuff in your life. If, when I go into the doctor's office now, there's nothing left on the checklist, almost. Yeah, I hear you. So the, so with the cherry pie, I know you don't care. You're no, cherry pie. Is- I mean, the cherry cheesecake. Cherry so cheesecake. so then, Whoa. the only thing we had in the house... Blueberry. All right. 
I guess you don't care. No, that, no, no. God, I'm that so sorry. my throat was closing up and I was really no, scared. Who, who took you to the ER? You took no, uh, what happened was then I, I saw that I had children's Benadryl in the house and I pretty much chugged the whole bottle oh, in a no. panic to slow down the uh, reaction. That's horrible. Benadryl sucks. Uh, Benadryl's pretty awesome. It gives you a little... Uh, makes you sleepy, though. It, it gives you a nice uh, nappy nap, I'll tell oh, you that I know much. that. I took Benadryl with my medicine when I was having anxiety, and I'm like... <laughs> Benadryl's <laughs> nice. But, it, but it, it took care of the problem. Oh, good, good, good. Then he, Yeah, but now you know what the antidote is what happened. Yeah, yeah, then the next day, you know, the dump was a little rough. You, huh. you understand uh, that, right? Oh, you know? yeah, I've shit fucking horses and everything. <laughs> <laughs> it was rough. I'm not going to lie to you. But then I got the whole body back together. And here oh, I am. oh, it was in Nantucket. I love Nantucket. Yeah. It's fun, man. I went there a couple of times. You want to go with us? I feel like I'm I'm not even a white guy over there. I'm like, they're so white. It's yeah. Like, I, I feel like I was in a witness protection program with that. I, I'm going to uh, podcast from there next. Oh, I love that What place. a weird juxtaposition that is, huh? No, but it's awesome. That place, is, people are nice. The food is great there. Hot woman. There's psychos over there. I love every minute of it. <laughs> so where do you go on vacation? I haven't been on a vacation but in a while, but California, I would say, has work and pleasure. What, what part of California? Various. I've been to Burbank. I went yeah. to, uh, what do you call it? I loved uh, Malibu, which is really nice. Malibu Also, uh, what the hell is that? Where they filmed Three's Company. I forgot what you call that. San Francisco? No, no, no. It's, a, uh, I can't think of the name of it offhand. Well, you remember the... Santa Monica, I'm sorry. I think it is Santa Monica. So nice. I went to Santa Monica to Pierce. It's... I wish I lived in L.A. I probably had to do more stuff out there. Do you rem- remember the Three's Company theme song? Three's Company, too. There you go. You do it. Good for you. I, I yeah, see. It. I like F Troop, though, too. All those things. I'm, like, I'm a fossil. Wow, you're old. F Troop. Oh, yeah. No, no. Hey, uh, what else can you show us in the, the garage? I, I see uh, a lot of, like I said, decorations for holidays. I see a fishing rod. I, I love fishing. My brother loves to go, too. I, I, I like crabbing better than fishing. I love fishing. What does he go for? Wherever. He used to go out here off the pier. Yeah. Whatever it's biting, but you know what? They used to go for bluefish. Yeah, of course. That's some fight. That bluefish will freaking snap your finger off. Yes, it will. You got to be careful when you take the hook. They're out. great tasting, but they're too bony. I don't like bluefish, Mike. I got to be honest with you. A lot of people do like it. Salmon though. is great. Salmon's a good one. That's that's healthy, heart healthy. But the thing is, the bluefish tasted good, but you fight with them, they'll take your whole finger off. Right? They'll like snap at you. Yeah. But crabbing is cool, too. I wish they had stuff out here like that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, I'm starting to sweat like John Belushi. Uh, yeah, maybe that's why you're repeating stuff. Let's get out of here. Well, Whose who's, uh, pink bunny suit is this? Uh, mine. That one. <laughs> it's a spa set. No, it's not mine. You guys probably think it's mine. Wait, <laughs> someone didn't like their spa set that they got for Christmas. It's yeah, a, it's a beautiful... You better hide. Don't say too much about it. Because why? You might re-gift this to someone. Oh, someone's oh, yeah, oh you might re-gift this? <laughs> yeah. Right. I want to... You might want I get, get a lot of new gifts. You, know right? you might want to, uh, you know, blow out the dust before you re-gift that thing. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. Re-gift Mike's sweating. I like it when people cash for the holiday. It sounds cold, but it's about the best. Why gift is that is. cold, Mike? You're being honest. I'm, I'm completely with you. I don't go shopping for people. Doesn't it become a, a major hassle? It's not like there's a mean somebody else is going to like it. Yeah, and then you feel like you're in the mall just buying stuff to buy it. And, I hate the mall. And, and there's, well, there's a whole panic that goes on. And, and you got to go shopping. you got to be pit-bought by idiots. Yeah, sure. All right, to the living room, and then we can finally sit down and have hey, our, uh, our snacks. Take your time up the stairs, Mike. I'll, I'll probably roll down. <laughs> Are you sure you're healthy? You're doing yeah. all right? Okay. I'm good. I'm all really right. good. All I right. didn't think you can climb this high before. Well, oh, no. that's okay. It's all right.
It's okay. Ah, all right. That's it. See a lot of uh, religious statues. Mom, religious statues I like. Respect. Respect. A, a, a lot of them. Wow. Wow, you got a you got a Jesus rug on the on the wall. He's the boss. Jesus is the boss. Yeah, right on. That's uh that's quite a piece. My mom, you know what mom. this? My neighbors from the Middle East. They were Saudi Arabian. Okay. And they gave us that. Really? Can you tell the story of that? That's quite a piece you got on the on the wall. It's a Jesus um it looks like a rug. It is. Uh, my neighbors back in the early seventies. They, were, they came from Syria. They had this big no, store. Michael. They, they had a store in Brooklyn <laughs> where they came from originally, and all well, after they came from uh, Syria. But anyway, she gave me that as a gift. Everywhere we moved, it came with us. Yeah. The Sacred Heart, yeah. It's very special yeah, to me. Yeah, my sister had one. Oh, wait, well, the eyes moved. Huh? The eyes moved. Remember the eyes? The eyes were scary. Wait, you had one where the eyes moved? No, no, no. My daughter, she was little at the time. She said the eyes kept following her. Yeah. <laughs> that happens with a lot of old paintings. If you kind of move from side to side, yeah. it gives the illusion that the eyes are uh, actually following you. Right, right. What are those knives of a curly? My mom goes, oh, no. <laughs> she confiscated me. <laughs> I was like 10 years old. She goes, oh, no. She confiscated me. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Anything that shot projectiles, like BB got to take it. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for having us in your home. So why don't we go downstairs and yeah. fool around a little bit? I, I see the fig tree. coming out. Oh, uh, I just banged my head on this. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, maybe. Mike, it. why don't you take care of mom? And, and everyone bangs their head on that light. No, you need an electrician. Huh? I need an electrician to switch it. We're here nine months. I'm still waiting for to fix it, to put a new one on. My brother was a master electrician. I'm a spastic. Wait, he's a master Le- electrician and he can't take care of you, well, Mom? He's too lazy right now. He's too lazy? Yeah, he's <laughs> Huh? He's retired. Oh, uh, well, all right. I understand yeah, he's that. He's great at what he does. I'm like, are you guys mechanically inclined? I'm a... No. no, I stink. Really? Yeah, I'm not good. I'm horrible at that kind of stuff. Yeah. See the light bulb in there would take nine hours for me to screw it in properly. <laughs> yeah, I see that. It's one of those curly, uh, curly, like... Uh, Huh? But I like that. Yeah. Those screen TVs I like now. They're pretty cool, right? You like a flat screen TV? And I, you feel like you're in a movie theater. Yeah. That's, a, that's an awesome TV. All right. We're going to go downstairs. We're going to have some fun, and this is great. Cool. They love Entomage. Who likes the word search puzzles? I'm, you're a big I fan? I love them, yeah. 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 I mean, you got books and books. There's, yeah. there's, What's in the winter when you can't go nowhere and you're stuck in? Right. I do it. I'm a big Sudoku guy. Oh, I can't do that. Why? I know how to do it. My, my daughter does it. I'll, I'll teach you. It's pretty Atari. quick and easy. You, oh, you got Atari, an Atari yeah. set up, Mike. My brother does. I'm like, I feel like I'm in 1982. Wait, <laughs> wait, you're cutting up food for your for the dog. Oh, Mike, it's really Mike's lunch. That's a steak. A steak. The chihuahua's got a little small teeth, so got to cut into little pieces for him. Are you serious? That's very labor-intensive, cutting up the steak. Yeah, that's my baby. I do anything for her. I felt bad. I found her in a box like six years ago. Someone left her in a box in a gas station, so you take I spoiled a little brat. Yeah. Oh, good for you, man. Yeah. Uh, why the Atari? Uh, flashbacks. When I'm smoking a little bit, it brings back the memories. <laughs> get a couple, get a little buzzing. What kind of smoking? Oh, I got some, uh, some good uh, Thai. <laughs> oh, no. Mike. Mike told me in the backyard. I don't know what my stash is because uh, 
Last time he smoked, what do you call it? Uh, he couldn't find his way back down the stairs, and he almost went down a flight. Mom, he doesn't want to pass it. So, mom, do you mind that? That I don't know. It sounds like your boys might be smoking some of the. Uh, you well, know, as long as I don't know. As long as you don't know. Right. All right. Yeah, well, fair enough. But it does come from Earth. I mean, like the ground. Uh-huh. It's a very natural, natural thing. Natural. Yeah. I was a raging alcoholic, which is worse. What? Yeah. A raging alcoholic, which well, is a lot I, worse. I personally think that alcohol is way worse than marijuana. Mom, what do you think? Definitely. Definitely. You know what? Yeah, you know what? Your gut, I'm yeah. over here. Liver? I was a real nasty drunk. Yeah, he was. You were na- <laughs> Wait, you were yeah. a nasty drunk? Reality drunk. Which is not like this. I'll be like hugging people. Like, hey, buddy. And then we'll be like crying about stuff that happened. Like a crybaby. Then by the end of the night, I'll be like, screw you, idiot. But only, but we kept it contained. It was only among family and friend, friends we got in punching fights, but we never dragged it outside. You know? The walls got caved in and all. But <laughs> he really, family. he really was a nasty drunk. Yes. Well, I'm so, so, or, or a crying one. He, to, <laughs> <laughs> he cried over at Stooges when he died. He cried I cried over three Frosty, Frosty when he melted. Oh, he knows that. Oh, I, I know that one. <laughs> Wait, he cried when the Three Stooges died? Well, you know what happened? Somebody told me the Three Stooges were dead. When I was really drunk, I go, that's nonsense. They can't be dead. I was like, wait, really wasted? My friend goes, they were born decades before you. I go, but they're alive and well in their films forever. This isn't fair. Mo got to be around somewhere in Hollywood. <laughs> How old were you, 40? No, like 20-something. <laughs> 35. 35. <laughs> Tell me one good Mike story before we go downstairs. Oh, about one, got, one good Mike story. He got locked in, I locked my keys oh. in He locked his keys in a bedroom. This was another house we had. And uh, No, he locked the door, Michael. He locked it. Couldn't get in. No matter what we did, we couldn't get in. He had to call one of the other comedians all the way from the other side of the island to come and let him in. No, let him back I got home, right? My mom's standing there like this, right? And I, I was a wise ass. I go, I was a wise ass. I go, wise ass. I go, what did somebody die? She looked at me with a dead stare and goes, it should only be that simple. Right? So we went to my room, the door. She was trying to jimmy it open with a button. <laughs> my brother was like pounding his chest to get his shoulder against it. I had to call my friend up there. It was a comic. There was also like a plumber. At 1.30 in the morning, coming to my house, when I'm trying to jimmy it open. She's screaming at me. She goes, you're an idiot. Our cat was locked in there for hours. He was crying to get out. It's like, and I, I said that to her. She said, it should only be that simple. That's why I'm a comedian, because I love my mom, but she's super biting and super, super biting, like sharp. Like, she was battling with Iceman, I think, if they had a, a, a Really? Well, yeah. You know what? So I was an Italian. Mike, I've only stole my fire. Oh, hold on. Mike's brother is saying something as he chops up the steak into tiny, tiny little pieces. Now, Mike, uh, when I used to have a six or seven firebird, I left it running because it was cold out, and the house across the street had, like, a huge gate, and it looked like something like Riker's on with the fence and everything. I come out, I thought my car was stolen. It was Mike. Almost took the paper across the yeah, street's yeah. gate down, my firebird. After I knew I had to hide the keys and everything because... Uh, Mike's more safer, like, on a bicycle. <laughs> You're funny, too, bro. What do you do for a living? Uh, I'm retired now. I just came home from Sing Sing after 12 years. And I'm out two years now. So. What do you mean? I'm back home trying to behave after the last couple of years. Wait, how many years were you away? 12. Mike, you never told me that. What's up? Sing Sing, and I came home from Sing Sing. No, he's full of stuff. It's good. Oh. <laughs> if anybody went there, I would go. <laughs> 
What did you do for a living before you retired? No, I worked in the schools and everything. I put okay. my time in and now I'm just retired. All right. Yeah, enjoy your life, man. Right? Yep. You're really cutting that steak up. Yeah, almost time to feed the doggy. All right. All right. Thank you. All right. We're going to move downstairs now. Thank you, Mom. You're welcome. Be careful that. Uh, yeah, we're, no, we're going we're gonna to hang out a little longer. I noticed this. Huh? How'd you get here? Uh, how did we get here? Yeah, we went Verrazano. Yeah. How was it, traffic-wise? Traffic was good. You probably probably a good time when you traveled. Yeah, yeah. Don't so forget about it. I'm hoping to get back before it you know, starts uh, building uh, up again. Bump, you understand. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll say goodbye before we leave. Okay. Thanks again for having us. I, hey, Mike, I noticed there's a, there's a whole section of the house that you made sure we avoided. What section is that? I don't know that. Like, with all the rooms on the other side. Oh, yeah. My brother's sleeping now. He'll freak out. You know? He's got a better bedroom. Wait, there's another brother in the house? Yeah, he's, he's sleeping now, but... I'll go wake him up. No, no. I don't want to, I don't want to battle him. True, I'll be fashioned. Go wake him no, up. No, 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 no bother him. Let's, let's leave him alone. Wait, why are you worried about waking up your brother? No, he, he's he's cool, but I just don't want to bother him. He's sleeping, you know? Why is he sleeping so late? I don't He goes to bed late, so I don't want to really annoy him. How many people live in this house? Uh, fights. Uh, well, look at me, I don't live here. <laughs> <laughs> How many people live here? Um, my mom, my sister, she's working there, my two brothers and me and a dog. Wait, none of you guys have left your mom? No, I, I did for like a couple of years when I was in my 20s. I, I left, but I was too much of a raging alcoholic to live on my own. Right. I mean, you guys got a good situation here, why not? Yeah, it's okay. And you, you all help pay uh, the bills, Absolutely. Right? That's why I've been working on a lot of stuff. I'm going to talk to off air what I got going on. Something that would be, I think people would love. Okay. Something All right. really that you would fit, that I would fit, that he would fit. Right. You know why? And I think it would be something unique. Tim liked. It's awesome. I got to tell you about it when we're done. Okay. Deal. All right. Should we uh, sit down for a little yeah, bit? Yeah, All right. We're going to sit down. So we're going to take you a little. Yeah, 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 I, yeah, I don't know. You sure? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah no, it looks like a really nice seat, though, there, Mike. No, no. It's very comfortable. You need a chair? You want no, to- I'm good. I'm good. All right, uh, I'm going to sit there. I okay. guess you guys are going to sit in yeah. the, the patio furniture that you brought in from outside. Okay, all right. We're going to take a break. Joey, take it away. I'm at Mike Bichetti's house. When we return, the table turns on our host as Bichetti's friend Sal goes into full Rupert Pupkin mode. He steers the episode in a completely different direction and begins dredging up the past as he looks for definitive answers to unlock the real mysteries of the universe. Well, the O&A universe. Opie rolls with it. The Westwood One Podcast Network. The Tom Bernard Podcast. If you can't decide what the real news is, and I'm not buying into the whole Trump everything is fake, to me it's non-news. I think everything is fake, including Trump. He's a character. Yeah. He's like some weird stunt that he's, <laughs> he's like, like Max Hedrum. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's just a CGI character. The Tom Bernard Podcast. Download and subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and the Westwood One Podcast app. Free, Free. from the Westwood One Podcast Network. Opie Radio. What the fuck? The Opie Radio Podcast. What the fuck is he talking about? I'm confused. No, I make fun. Okay, so we have finally settled down uh, at Mike Bichetti's house. Thanks once again for having us, Mikey. Thank you, guys. We've got uh, my friend Sal here. Opie, thank you. Mike is with us. He's a cool guy, too. It was fun, man. Your, your mom's a treat. My mom is a trip. <laughs> she really is a trip. What's her story? Uh, how did she meet your dad? Oh, I think I think they, he won her in the crap game. No, I'm only kidding. She, I oh, think, the dog didn't like uh, that one. <laughs> no, they met at 
a blind, I think the dog is pissed off at the steak you guys just no, served him. No, no, they met in a blind date, I'm actually. fuck. But they met in a blind date. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what I was told. Mom, I just cursed in your house. I'm really sorry. What did you do? I cursed. I, I apologize. Uh, she's going to throw me out, she said. Nah, she she's yelling from the out. top of the stairs, Mike. She, she may say a couple of rosaries on your behalf. I'll, I'll do a Hail Mary, I promise. Okay. All right, we're good. She should like that because... No, uh, what was I saying? I forgot. Blind I, date. Oh, blind date. And my dad was from like... My mom was from Manhattan originally, right? My dad was from Staten Island, but on the North Shore. Like, Staten Island... Have you been out? guys been out here that much or no? No, uh, Staten Island is a really strange place because it's not easy to get to. So a lot of New Yorkers uh, don't really go to Staten Island. Sal can tell you about how it is out here too. I it's love like, it. No, but it's like in certain areas, it's still a scene from Donnie Brasco. And then certain areas in the North Shore, it's Boys in the Hood. And then like we have hipsters now by, by the ferry though. You know what's annoying is a lot of people shit, especially all the comics. They always shit on Staten Island. But we have a place to park in front of our house. We got trees, parks. American flags outside the house, backyards. you know? Yeah. Backyards. Backyards. I, I was just in uh, Mike's backyard. So. Yeah, and Sal does the podcast with Mike Bichetti. I noticed you didn't fully commit to the neck tattoo. I actually, I, I fully committed when I was 21, Ope, and I spent 50 bucks on it. I was on drugs back then. I was like 20, and I've spent like 600 bucks so far in tattoo removals. To oh, get really? That's why it's fading, yeah. Oh, so it was a full neck tattoo. It was just said the word, but it was a lot darker. It's so stupid, right? What was the word? It says free, Opie. Yeah! He's a badass, though. Sal was in the military for real. I, I, I could tell. I, I kind of uh, sized up Sal when I got in this house. Did he, you? He's no joke, yeah. No, no. Uh. He, was, he was like a parrot jumping out of planes. You're like, he'll kill you with a fucking butter knife. Uh. I love him. <laughs> Jeez, Mike. I knew some real badasses. You know? I was being a little obnoxious, but let's, you know, let's. No, I, I love the military because I was a fake military guy. He'll fucking kill you with a fucking pen knife. Well, Mike says he was a fake military guy because he went to training in the Marines and then left early, right? I, well, didn't, I didn't finish my term either. You know, I was kicked out for alcohol rehabilitation and failure. You know, I'm okay today, but I was fucked up back yeah, then. Yeah, but he was jumping out of planes. I can't even jump up a stepladder. You know what I mean? The Marines got mad on the old radio show when you talked about Oh, yeah, I don't want to talk time. about them. But want- five guys, hoorah, guys, kill some more people for us to keep us safe. But the thing is, like I was saying earlier... I think what happened, he was a fucking travesty in this. Oh, you think? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm sure. I'm now hanging out in your house. What do you think? <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, that's in Chile. I, dog I, that wants I, to bite me on no, the ankle. I, don't, I mean, that's in Chile. No, thanks, Mike. I, I, all kidding aside, I uh, I was devastated when uh, they let me go. It's serious. No, the, the more, no more devastating is that I, I, can't, I can go, I can, for an hour at least, I could name people that are national headliners now and bigger. People are on TV, all the movies. The millionaires themselves now that just fucking went. <laughs> what do you turn mean? Turn back on you. They're like, you know. Not like, only. Oh, the- he don't have this. Bad mouth. or saying all kinds of fucking nonsense and stuff, right? And you know what? I yeah, hate what, this what, what do you think so that's much about? sometimes. What do you think that's about, Mike? Because, look, I'm not completely innocent, obviously. We all have our, our issues and we've done things to people. So, all right, fair enough. So some of the stuff, you know, is justified. But why do you think that, like, so many people have now decided they have to stab me in the back and talk shit about me now that I don't have this big radio show? Because what, what do you think it's about? People are super self, self-absorbed in this business because... It's about what can you do for me lately? That's the main thing. And it's like, I don't, like I said, my friends in this are who I like as people. I don't care. If someone's famous and an asshole, I don't want to be a friend of them. I don't care what they can do for me. Yeah. 
know what I mean? If I like you as a person, you're my friend. Most people like like a chess game, like, oh, he can get me to this, that guy will do this, they'll do that. No, it's about having great work done, keeping your mouth shut and getting along with everybody you can. So it's safe to say a lot of those relationships I had over the years were, were not real, huh? It depends who it is. Some it, guys, was re- it was real because I had the big show and then the show goes away. I, I really have found out who my true friends are. Oh, yeah. And, and, and I found out what a lot of these people are made of. I still have plenty of uh, friends. Of you course. Know, and a have bunch any of-, of those guys stuck around since? Because as I'm coming from a fan's point of view. And when it became Just Opie Radio, your show became the only show I was listening to, even though I was fans of everybody else. And I, I couldn't figure out in my head, as somebody who's just a fan and then following the YouTube shit, what they would say about you on the other side. And then what, what you were trying to say. Was any of the shit true? Like... Um, that you were just always an asshole behind the scenes. You know, as a fan, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I unfortunately uh, played the role of boss. So that comes with a lot of uh, tough things right. you got to do. I, I, I hired most of the people. I had to fire most of the people. I had to deal with everyone's issues at, at, uh, at, at Sirius XM. And those guys, all they had to do was show up and be funny on the radio and leave immediately. You know I, I was I the really- one that was t- taking all the meetings. So, uh, yeah. It's like you've been an agent, a manager. Well, some of it. Like, you know what I mean? It's yeah, like. Some of it was, certainly some of it was true, but also it's based on very, very old information. I realized a long time ago that I kind of had an anger problem. Like I would be frustrated with people around me and I would yell and, yell and scream. Who doesn't? Thank you. But I would yell and scream to try to get my way and, and try to get my point across. Realize when you do that, even though you, you know you're right with what you're saying, uh, no one's going to listen to you. They think you're a complete and utter asshole. How are they so, taking it? And you know where I related to you? was Because right, when I started, I mean, obviously your show was a behemoth and my show, my podcast is like a little speck of sand. Well, <laughs> I started my podcast, it was just me. And then after a year or so, I met with these other comics networking and then I started working with them. But now there's more voices at the table. So it's like when, uh, when Opie created his show back in the day. Now he's got Anthony on with him. Now Jim Norton comes. Sometimes other people on the show, they start clicking together, and then I, I could see or maybe even hear, now you're sitting there, you're like, this is my show. I also want to bring my show in a certain direction, but sometimes the guy steering the ship, sometimes the sails are blowing different ways, and I can see where a lot of your frustration came from sometimes. Yeah. You're, you're trying to go here, and then other people at the table are pulling it this way. You know what I mean? So I saw a lot of times where you were kind of like, all right, this conversation... You know, wow, Sal's really smart. He's like, I go Keep through it. it. Stick with this guy. I go through it. No, because that, that's a really good point. And, and I'll admit this today, too. Like, when you have three guys, you're going to have two that are tighter. And I was definitely the odd man out. Right. Sometimes because Jimmy and Ant got really close yeah. and bonded. And, uh, you know, maybe at that point, you know, they should have just kind of moved on and done their own thing. And yeah, it's not, but, not to say it's a bad thing, but I can see where when it's your show and you're going, well, well these two people are closer. Where's. And I used to, as a fan, listen, and you would go, okay, well, maybe in a year we don't continue with this. And we just go our own ways and do our own things. And as a selfish fan, I was going, no, fucking don't break it up. But right. I get why now you're like, in a peaceful way, I'm going to go do my thing and have fun, and you can go do your thing and have well, fun. Well, the interesting thing about that, I get uh, I get a lot of hate that I was the one that broke up Opie and Anthony. I never broke up Opie and Anthony. A- Anthony got fired. But what about them saying you could have fought for Anthony more? I, we absolutely fought for Anthony. I mean, he likes to spin that now. Uh, we also were under contract, so we couldn't leave right away. They were threatening us with all sorts of stuff. I don't think you should have left because of the contract right. thing. But, the, but I mean... Anthony never... Anthony never Never asked me to join him when he was fired. When he was fired, Even when if he wasn't, if he wasn't fired, the Opie and Anthony brand would have continued in some way. When you made the video about um, 
it kind of was misleading that you were going to be Anthony's new co-host, but then you told us, no, I'm not, before Artie came on. In my head, I was thinking, did Anthony ever ask him and Opie just didn't want to go? Did that ever happen? Did he ever offer you to that, that spot? Um, I was offered um, to go over to Compound Media through Keith. Through Keith. Me that and Anthony officially or? never... Well, no, then Ant sort of reached out and said it, it would be cool. But at that point, um, it wasn't the right place for me because I, I needed to move on and do my own thing. And it was at this point, it was years have gone by since the ONA show. So I, I, I took it very seriously. And in the end, I'm like, that's just not the place for me. Nothing against those guys over there. But I want to do a whole you know different thing. And... Somehow that spun into now I really got to hate you even more. Do you know when you turned to me? Because I, did, I didn't know who to like more or whatever. Uh, but I don't care who people like more. No, I That's know you not don't, coming from I me. I want to say when your point of view, you don't want to deal with that though. And I see a lot of fans, they pick sides. And, it's ridiculous. And, yeah, and as a fan of both, there was a day you turned to me, I remember. It was, when, uh, it was op- towards the end of Opie and Jim. And one day you just said it all. It was like an hour long and you talked about when you said Anthony didn't even, uh, when he left your wedding or when you said he hasn't even met my second kid. Right. I remember it was my car, my wife used to hate when I would just play the show all the time because she doesn't want to hear it all. But I remember that day even she was quiet and we were listening together. I was like, listen to this, like the real shit's coming out. And I was like, you know what? I could see it from Opie's point of view at this point after 20 years. You haven't seen his kid. You left the wedding. I just got married a year ago. If one of my people I've known for 20 years just got up. It took some of the wedding and left. Right. What the fuck is that? Wow, Sal's bringing up some dirt. <laughs> yeah, Sal's, Sal's I, I, was deeply, I was deeply hurt because uh, we got married in Philly at the Ritz-Carlton, and Ant decided that was a perfect weekend to plan a, a, a trip to Atlantic City. So not only did he not stay for, for you know, plates. You know plates? You know, uh, they didn't stay for, the, you know, the main part of the wedding because they moved on to Atlantic City. And he brought a, a whole bunch of the staff with him. So he, not only did he leave, he, he left with a whole bunch of people and thought this was the perfect time to, to go to Atlantic City. Well, yeah, and I can't say who's right or wrong in any of it. But I, just when you explain that situation, all I, all I see is if I was sitting at the dais, like people standing by standing up, you're pretty much saying I have something more important to do than this. The most important moment in Opie's 100%. life. One hundred percent. So, but I did fight for him. He thinks I didn't fight for him enough. Um, yeah, but there's only so much you can do because but you have brutal suits. The suits are fucking brutal animals. But he was already build, building his his home studio. He he left. Uh, he got fired. We we talked a little bit, and there was no conversations in there. Why don't we try to do this on our own for my uh, my new studio? It never came up. Wow. So for me to to get all the hate for breaking up the O and A show, it's just simply not true. I I, I I could see if you didn't fight for him. I could see why though. Once again, putting myself in your shoes. If I want, if if I wasn't getting along so great with somebody, this was kind of a natural way to let you go do your own thing from now on. And who could blame you for feeling that way? It wasn't you actually blowing the show up. Sirius was doing it for you. So if that did happen, what you're saying it didn't, you fought for him. I would be like, I wouldn't fault the guy for doing that. You know, I, I fought for all my guys many, many times. Jimmy knows how many times I fought for him. Anthony knows how many times I fought for him. When, when me and Anthony got back, when me and Anthony started. And he literally didn't know anything about this business. He was a quick learner and really knows what he's doing. Uh, you know, I'll give I'll give props when it when it's necessary. But when we moved to Boston, I was the radio guy, and he was in air conditioning, but a natural talent. He's like me, a blue collar worker. who yeah. wants to break it. I always saw that and was like, that's amazing. Yeah, that's that's why people really could relate to Anthony, of course. And then we go up to to Boston, and we had this PD, Dave Douglas, and he pulled me and knows this story. Pulls me aside and was feeling me out. He's like, why Anthony? In the, in the break room. 
I go, what do you mean why, Anthony? You were listening to the show. Why are you even asking that question? That's ridiculous. But he was feeling me out because he wanted to get rid of Anthony at the time. And I went to Bruce Mittman and basically said, what is Dave Douglas doing? He doesn't see the chemistry and how this we got a good thing going on here. But Anthony knows, knows that story, you know? So he knows I, I stuck up for him all those years. That, that's what the suits did to me on DirecTV, Audie told me, because they were like, he's not right for this and all kinds of shit. But the thing is, like, when I had an argument with Audie, the fans ganged up on me, you know what I mean? They were like, oh, Audie's a legend. I'm like, why can't I be, you know what I mean? They're just fucking ridiculous. Yeah, all the heroin deals are like, shut up, Mike, he's our best customer. No, what you said about early about yelling at people is, I'd rather be yelled at, right, than have fucking people cut my throat yeah, well, any day. I should, I, yeah, but I want to hear honestly. No, I, I should finish that, though. So then I knew that was one of my issues. I've worked on a lot of my issues over the years, and uh, I'm like, you can't yell at anyone anymore. No, Everyone just looks at you like you're a complete and utter asshole. It's just so, a projection of, so, of whatever so, you're going through. Yeah, right? so yeah. That, that's like... That's really old news, the days when I, I was kind of, uh, you know, an asshole to, to people around me. Because yeah, there was some, pure frustration. And it was also pure frustration. Pseudo, right? There was I mean, also pure frustration that I was the one that had, a, had to deal with all that crap. So, at the end of the day, your name's on the show. It's coming back on right. you. So I get that. You know? but, but I'll say this, you know, and then we can move on to other things. Uh, I wish those guys nothing but the best. You know, I've taken some shots here and there, of course, because, you know, I get an avalanche of hate coming from... Uh, the most, net is horrible. I fucking hate coming it. From, the coming from... Sure. Honestly, coming from Anthony. I, if you told me all these years later that... Uh, 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 that the majority of the hate toward me would be coming from the guy that we did a radio show together. I I would say you're insane. When you were quiet for the longest, and I remember thinking like, this stuff's coming out from that side. Why isn't Opie saying anything? And then finally, I guess you felt like you had to say you something, have to say and you finally said everything that happened. And it's like, okay, here it yeah. all is. But uh, I heard Jim Norton say something one day. He said, you know, Opie wasn't saying things on the air about it. But that's why a lot of stuff never came out out about how he was behind the scenes. Um, so what, I'm not. But, gonna... but Jimmy was no treat behind the scenes. Anthony was no treat behind the scenes. Sure. They know. I mean, I don't want to go. I don't want to. I mean, we already went into the mud. But I mean, you know, the fact is, most of the hate's coming from over there. I, I I respond when I have to. But I'm I'm just moving on. I know the Open Anthony show is really important to a lot of people. Oh yeah, still it's important is. important radio I, in general. Yeah, I, I understand that, and I take that very seriously. But I also like living in the in the present, which I'm doing now. And for some reason. You know, uh, other people associated with the radio show just they don't they just don't want to let it go. You know. Well, when I ask you these questions, Opie, and I thank you for taking the questions. It's only because uh, not that you're talking about anybody right now. It's as a fan. Hey, this is questions as a fan. Sometimes you had comics come on and other people who are familiar with the show who got to talk about this stuff. Yeah. This is kind of what the fans want to know, and it's awesome that we all get to talk about it. Well, thanks for nothing, <laughs> Sal. No, I, I don't mind talking about it, but I also like. You know, I, I just want to move on. Yeah. You know, I just want yeah, to move on. Yeah, but you have to because, you know why? That's the only way things are going to change because, like... Uh, well, I also hate the the people that say, well, you know, uh, uh, they're, they're fighting with each... I'm not fighting with anybody. Like, every on a regular basis, they're taking shots at me, and every once in a while, I'll, I'll comment you know on something. You know what it is? It feeds it's, the media. People are... I hate social media because the only thing I really like having is a cell phone, Right. Twitter, Reddit, Facebook are full of fucking morons and assholes. They're fucking Twitter warriors, you know what I mean? If you got them in a the house, they'd be living in the same basement I am, asking a mom for fucking ice cream money. Well, I said it on an earlier podcast, like, fighting with someone on Twitter is like fighting a ghost. 
You think you just... No, you're right. But you can't my head, I want to lunge at them and fucking kill them in the ouch. And, and, and they love hearing life. this, but it is the truth. You will never win no. if you take on a hater. You will never win. They'll, well, they'll win every single time. I stop them down, though. You know what I mean? It's One reason why they'll win is because they'll just simply just lie and, and make oh, up yeah. all sorts of shit about you, and you, which you know is not true. And you're like, huh, I, I can't I can't compete with that shit. Before so. we move on from this topic, can I ask you one question? Yeah. Just, uh, all right, so... Um, when you left and then uh, Jim and Sam took over the morning show, right? You said that they, uh, that they fucked you. They claimed no. It just was the natural progression of things. Was it? Did they really do anything? Because I don't know. But did they really do anything to usurp your position and take it? We, we, me and Jimmy had the same agent at the, at the time. So was it your agent's fuck up? I wasn't happy that he was also representing the, the show that was replacing me. And uh, yeah, there was some dirty shit that was happening. Absolutely. If Absolutely. you were in their position and you were them, and then they came to you and said, "We can give you the morning show," would you have taken it? What, what could they have done different? Um, what could they have done? By the way, I liked you better in the afternoon. I love that. Oh, show. that that yeah. version of the show was great. Afternoon is better than morning. <laughs> I'm tired in the morning, but go ahead. So, what would you have done different if you were them? I, I, I don't not fuck. I would have never been in that position because I, w- I was tight with the company. I would have figured something else out because mm. uh, they could have simply done any other shift on the on the channel. The whole channel was wide open. They didn't need to do that. And it's a terrible position to be in because, you know, you, you got to compete against Howard and everyone else. And uh, I honestly Jason Ellis. I honestly don't have Sirius anymore, but I, I don't hear any buzz on the show. I, I mean, almost didn't have Sirius anymore. I saw they're charging me 20 a month now. Really? So I called up and I was like, hey, you fired Anthony, then you fired Opie. Whoa. Officially, they let me go. I'm sorry. <laughs> You let after after a year, I, I settled all differences with serious Oh, accident. nice. Congrats. And then I said, and then you fired Nick DiPaolo. You literally have nobody I want to listen to anymore except Jim and Sam. I'm not paying 20 bucks a fucking month for that, so cancel me. And then they, they broke me down to $5 a month. <laughs> I don't know what Sal is talking about. Yeah. I don't know anything. That's you want to see the scar? They gave me the scar from Planet of the Apes. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, how you doing? I, I'm doing okay. I'm having a good time with you here. This is fun because I want I want to hammer some fucking idiots, really. I, I got a lot of fun. <laughs> and how you doing after your heart attack? Good. It, it feels good to be still here. <laughs> I, I was also blamed for your heart attack, by the way. Why? No, you know what? of people having, you know... To just continue. Why? Because he did the Doritos Super Bowl commercial. No, it had nothing to do with it. Because he got like, generalized obesity. It was Opie's fault. No, but, no, no. Obama, the way you No, what happened him. was, God God bless him, uh, club soda said to me, he goes, you're going to have a heart attack. That's what he said. Something like that. He goes, wow. you got too much anger in you. He goes like this. you got to chill. I loved him. He was a gentle giant to me. He's like, relax, buddy. Take it easy. Do some yoga. I'm like, I'm not a yoga guy. You know, he but he tried to chill me down, and then, like I said, about I think like four days later, it happened to me. But you know what, though? Wait, four days after Club Soda Kenny said you were going to have a heart attack, you had one? No, he was like, what do you call it? Relax, you're going to give yourself a stroke of heart attack. Yeah, yeah. And it happened four days it later. Happened like four days later, but wow. and, and walk me through that. What happened? Because I, I I read the I read okay, what happened. I was, read one of the articles out there, and they basically said you laid down on the on a, a oh. planter in New York City or something, and waited for the paramedics to show <laughs> That's up. That's part of it. <laughs> no, walk me through like it. Quarters, people okay, <laughs> what happened was I I did a show called The Creepy Corner. These guys are really nice guys, right? Coming home from the city, all of a sudden I got really super tired, like I never would in my life. Started sweating. Right now, from having a history of heart disease, I know the symptoms. Right, all of a sudden, my chest feels like it's on fire. Wow, 
you can't even move. You sure you can't even move an inch, right? So grab my phone, call 911. And as you know it, the phone was acting up a little bit while I'm calling 911. I'm like, oh, no, right? So I called 911. I said I'm at 35th and 6th Avenue, right? I was laying on a plant. I was so, like, so couldn't even move, right? I get there, we get stuck in traffic. The ambulance driver's cursing his ass off in traffic. <laughs> I'm laughing my ass off trying to keep the best of it because I thought it was funny he's cursing his ass off in traffic, right? We get there, right? I get inside the thing. I have a stent right now, right? And I felt when I put the stent on, the doctors, like, just went off on me like they did with cervical and moving, ripping your clothes off, doing it quick because they got to act fast, right? And I, got, I was in the ICU unit for like a day, but ICU felt like the Waldorf Hotel up there, like because I was like, well, red, red, red skin potato salmon. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> right? hot, hot Asian nurse. I'm like, yeah, baby, this is incredible, right? Then when I got sent to the regular room, I was like, felt like I was in the Motel Six in Indiana, like they're sending the fucking kitchens to have to see how it's feeling, like three hours later, right? And there was some guy who was an old Russian guy that was in a lot of pain. He was screaming his ass off in the middle of the night. You didn't know how close I came to Luca Bracci and him because he had me fucking up all night, right? And I'm an idiot, right? I When I got to the hospital, there were all Hasidic Jewish people outside. And I'm like, I think I died when they seen me because I'm like, they are God's chosen people. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like half groggy and I go, wait a minute. I can't be dead because I heard him fighting about hospital bills in the hallway. <laughs> so then, such an idiot that I am, all my doctors came to see me like a couple of days, a couple of weeks ago, I'm feeling. And I said to my doctor, I knew I was safe because you look like Seinfeld. Right? <laughs> right? And what I didn't realize was a couple, pe- couple of people with yarmulkes on, and they like kind of laughed and giggled. And I'm thinking, they're going to fucking turn me into a vegetable. <laughs> Later on tonight, someone will be pulling my plug in the middle of the But I kept my composure. I, I didn't panic. That's why I'm still here. So I'm back in the ambulance. You got all these crazy thoughts going through your head. You're like, I'm thinking to myself, holy crap. In 20 minutes, I might be playing baseball with Babe Ruth for batting practice. Don Big Daryl will be teaching me how to wail on the guitar. <laughs> right? Having dinner with Mr. and Mrs. Lincoln. I was having all these crazy thoughts like that going through your head. <laughs> <laughs> I can listen to you forever. <laughs> I can listen all day. <laughs> and it was incredible. Because, but the thing is, I said to God in the thing, I go, look, if you want to take me back home now, I'm good with this. You know, I said, but if you want to keep me here longer, that's even better. <laughs> but I would appreciate it if you kept me here a little longer. <laughs> but it's crazy because the diet changed so much. Like when I used to, when I, when I used to go to, you know, to do your show, right, up in Sirius, I'd like have a hot dog and a pretzel and soda, wash it down. Then I'll come back home with a big hero sandwich like this, like a foot-long thing with like melted uh, roast beef, mozzarella in there, like put it in the oven and like finish it down like a gallon of soda, you know what I mean? And like, and no wonder why my arteries were like, this is what my arteries were, right? Clogged, 100, 70, and 30. Jeez. That's like almost all the way through. Right. Right. And I'm like, but everything is good now. And the thing is, once in a while, I lay in bed and feel a pain, and I'll be like, 
Shut up the dollar to God for them. My garden back there. Falling to the fig crate. <laughs> grabbing, grabbing a fig. I'm grabbing a fig going like this. Screaming my ass up going. But, but man, I hope it's like a really like theatrical heart attack. But like I fall and I'm screaming like Vito Colleone. Well, there's going to be, a, it'll be different though. You're laying on the ground with a fig next to you and that yip yip dog's going to be yipping around your oh, body. Yeah, I should be like checking my pocket. Like, <laughs> right. Having have my wallet in the mouth. <laughs> Wondering where uh, its stake is. I picked up my, uh, I met my, Mike today outside his house, but we were getting ready for you guys to come down here. And he goes, all right, let's run to the deli to get some waters and stuff for the guys. And he's like, it's so hot, I couldn't even breathe yesterday. He goes, I just pictured dying in the garden like Vito Corleone. And I got to remember, I hang out with Mike. Yeah, he's a bit older. He's had a heart attack. I always forget that. Like, when he comes to my house, now that we do the podcast up in the attic, uh, and my wife is like, do you realize he's got to walk up all these stairs? What if something happens? Do I give him a coffee? And I just, he's like, oh, he, so he gives me like great coffee that's juiced up, like this coffee. And what like, if I kill him? No, 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 but the thing is, like, thanks to you, I didn't realize how young my fan base is. You know what that means in Hollywood? We're in the money. That's what it means because. Yeah, it looks like you're in the money, Mike. No, 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 no but in the long run, you think about it, right? Sal could be my son. He's super yeah. young, right? All his friends are in their 20s, and they know me, thanks to you from listening. My fan base is super young. Comics my age are going shopping for lawn furniture. Sure. And I, th- have- I think you share a fan base with the Kardashians, now that I think about it. <laughs> no, no, no. They should be, I'm serious. Yeah, I'm a lot of blacks. I don't care. Whoever pays the rent, don't matter. <laughs> do, you li- do you like the blacks? Yes. Okay. I like the blacks, too. Me, I like blacks, Native Americans, Jewish people, cool, too, because that's where the cash oil is going to come from, and they won't take bullshit from people. What, which, <laughs> which group are you little, you know? I'm Jewish. I love them. No, what group do you, don't you like? You know. I don't care. I just don't like assholes. Well, we should just tell him. Oh, you're, all right. All right. Uh, wow. Mike doesn't suffer a bully. He hates bullies. Tell you bully, I, I would like to take bullies and fucking smash them in the ground mm-hmm. and then just leave them there. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no one actually likes a bully, you know? No, but the thing is, but there's different levels of bullies. You know what I mean? Like, when we went to school... Our generation of people I like, because, like, if you got in a fight with somebody and you just fucking popped them in the nose and it was done, right? You tell that to somebody 20-something years old now, like, oh, my God, popped them in the nose. Give them a timeout and take them to fucking Dunkin' Donuts. You know what I mean? And not, like, they don't get it, you know? Right. All right, Mike. I think uh, I think we did it. I'm so excited. This is going to be I awesome. I think we did it. Between you know the tour though? of the house and sitting down and having Sal I, not I, drill me like I'm... <laughs> <laughs> that was a full-blown interrogation no, by Sal. Yeah, I've no never kidding. seen it. Sal has a military... I always say that Sal has a military mind. It's different than other people. I, I, I didn't mind anything, trust me. So, But I, I hope you like my idea because you know what? I think that could be something good. Yeah, where you travel the country even though you can't walk up a flight of stairs no, and I do can. the podcast you know with Sal. Yeah, I think no, it's a no, great no, idea. No, 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 when it comes to cash, I'll, I'll freaking do cartwheels. <laughs> of course <laughs> you will. Can I say something? And this is going to be really, really gay. All right, Mike, can you handle this? Uh, as a fan and then started doing comedy I, my dream is I was like one day I will sit and I will do radio on Opie's show hey Sal guess what not the radio podcast and look at this a dream came true today he wow. loves you I'm telling you damn it wow. but he he's a huge fan forever that's why I brought him here I told my boss I said my wife's pregnant and diabetic I gotta take her to the doctor and he's <laughs> like alright you do that and here I am okay <laughs> I, I do have to say to the fan base, the old fan base, you know, I, I just wish everyone would just kind of get on the same page a little bit. They don't just, want to. They and just enjoy, to. you know, what we were able to accomplish during that fun, time. Though, if that happened, they're not happy with the show. It's reality TV, oh. Yeah, but you're not going to have me as a as a big participant in it. I, I, I'm moving on and just no, trying to do new we things. All should, and, because 
I don't want to go on the I even, I even wish tomorrow. Jimmy and Anthony the best. Oh, yeah. End, you know, I mean, whatever. Maybe someday we'll sit down. I got worried you weren't going to start doing this again when you took a little while to get back. It was tough. It was tough. When, I, I went through uh, I went through some tough times a year ago. Uh, I, I was shocked when they um, let me go. It started out as a firing. Now it's officially a let go. Um, I, I was wandering around for three months completely and utterly lost because that's all I know how to do. And then I, I had to kind of... Now I'm going to sound a little. Uh, I had to kind of find myself a little bit, you know. So that's why I was doing a lot of fishing. That's why uh, I, my social, great my social media was, was basically great for the brain. The it was all. Brain. It's like it's it's kind of meditative. You should look at the meditation, Mike. And then I I kind of got myself together uh, with uh, people that I really do care about, my wife and my friends and uh, and, and family. And I'm glad uh, you're here. This is so much and fun. Then, and then this opportunity presented itself, and I, I knew it was time to get back into this. In radio, you get fired a few times. It happens. As a carpenter, I get laid off every, you know, maybe twice a year. And I know when I come home and tell my wife I'm laid off, she gets very nervous until I get another job. I was always wondering when you would get laid off, you had like, fired, or you had these little stints in between, so you got the next gig. Was your wife like ever like worried, like uh, you know what I mean? Like did, as a man, I have to provide, so I would always get scared in those moments. No, my, you ever worried or no? You my wife couldn't be cooler. She uh, she knows I don't even uh, you know radio doesn't define me anymore. There was a time it really really did, and she's like, we'll be fine no matter what. She knows I like doing this, but she's no, she didn't care in the in the very least. She she was only with me for one firing. I've been fired. I don't. God, I don't even know anymore. We're three or four times. Yeah, but the best and, but I always flying. knew. Sam Cash would have been flying now. Yeah, I always knew that oh, there was another thing? gig around the corner. But this last time, uh, when Sirius let me go a year ago, I was just plain exhausted and needed you to needed the break. Yes, There's yeah. one question I'd like to ask you, right? Yeah. Did you ever have Sam Kennison on the show? Dude, I do this because of Sam Kennison. Oh, you're afraid? Fr- fr- no, no, no. But hear me out. Okay. Because it's kind of a good story. So... I, I have uh, uh, my mentor's brother, Weez in Rochester. He, you know, when I heard him coming through the speakers, he, he, he's a guy that's a legend in Rochester uh, radio and uh, known in my business big time. Is he better health wise? I remember you saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's 70 years old and he's just an animal. He drinks tequila with wine. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's an animal. For real. It has, he has so much energy. I listen to him every morning, uh, thanks to iHeartRadio, you know, through their app. But, um, so I was doing radio the kind of uh, the traditional way, tr- working on my voice and having those golden pipes, which I never officially oh, yeah. got. And I'm like, but I also found it to be kind of stupid, but I was young and still trying to figure it out. And two things happened. I was in my fraternity house in Geneseo and I, someone was playing Brother Weezer's show and I'm like, what the fuck is this voice coming through the speakers? <laughs> it was a terrible voice, raspy, and it was almost like he couldn't finish his sentence, right? Well, and, but what he was saying was amazing and it was way better than all these other guys with the polished, I mean, with like, the polished uh, voices. So that was the first thing. I'm like, wait a minute, you could do this very differently. You could be more yourself on the radio. And then uh, as luck would have it, I ended up moving to Rochester and I worked for WCMF at the time where Weez was and Weez took me under his wing I'm like now I'm, I'm hanging with the guy this is crazy and then he was friends with Sam Kinison wow. Sam Kinison came in and he hung out for like he came in a, uh, a, a few times over the years but the one time he stayed for three days and it was just like four hours of Sam Kinison and Weez on the radio I was just a young kid uh, I got to be in the studio up on a cabinet way up near the ceiling with a little video camera I wow. wish I could find the video by the way I don't I, I, I love Sam. He's yes. one of my favorites. So uh, the point is, though, I heard Sam Kinison, and I threw everything I knew out the out the window. I'm like, 
This guy is not following any formats. He doesn't no. care who he's pissing off. He's just speaking, you know, whatever's in his head at the moment. And I'm like, that's what I want to do. I'm not trying to say I'm, I'm funny like Sam Kinison, but but his style and how he didn't give two shits care. about anything. He's a brilliant genius. So between never be another Sam. And, but that was one of those moments where a light went off in my head. I'm like, I'm doing it all wrong. And I started to kind of take a page from his book as far as that stuff goes. And then uh, continue to think Weez is just God to me. And that's what you taught me about great radio. Don't put on the fake voice. No. Always be real. And sometimes you got to piss the establishment off a little bit because then yeah. the fans are on your side. Then you have power, you know? Yeah. Which, uh, which your last let go, right? I, I, I wouldn't, I, would, I thought I was going to ask you, like, do you regret uh, taking the video? But I'm not because we all do stupid shit. What I want to ask you is, like, being a construction worker... There's two things I do, comedy and construction, where at work, in the workplace, the only places we shit on each other all day for fun. Right. Now, I know what level I could go to with different guys at work, because we really, racial shit, uh, how we look, homosexual jokes, and we love it. It's, it's love, you know? Now, if one of them turned around and got me in trouble, I would be shocked. When you got in trouble uh, from Roland, were you like, oh my God, I thought we were cool, like this is kind of a betrayal? Did you feel that way? This Sal guy is really smart. That's exactly why I was just devastated because I'm like, you know, he was one of our guys in our inner circle. I hired the guy and he hung out with us all the time. I mean, you know, besides the radio show, we would hang out a lot after the show, before the show. I remember how tight he was with, with the, the man Cuban. So right. I'm like, now he just got the Cuban off the air too. I think, he, I think in a way he was jealous that me and uh, uh, Carl started getting close to Cuban. Mm-hmm. But we kind of but we were kind of aware of that. So we weren't, we try to include him and he was already included. But just make sure he was, he was cool. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, that day in the bathroom, which, by the way, you know, the video, it's just a G-rated video, whatever. Uh, yeah, I was completely shocked because I was never going to post it unless he told me. Uh, the thing was really funny. And it was so funny. We we're laughing our asses off. I showed Roland the video and he, he was even laughing. And I asked him, I go, Roland, can I post this? He said, no. I'm like, ah. And then next thing I know, the guy is avoiding me at, at work, and I don't see him anymore. And then I, I happen to go to another bathroom because the um, the bathroom I was in, uh, I don't know, for what I, I went upstairs. I forget why. There was another bathroom upstairs that no one really went to. And he was coming out of there, and I'm like, uh. And I go, hey, Roland, it was the first time I saw him since the incident. And he's like, eh. Literally said that to me and kept walking. I'm like, what is going on? Manager probably told him, don't use that other bathroom anymore. Yeah, so next thing you know, you know, it, it becomes this whole so thing. So you didn't realize that that would be over the line with him personally? God, no. Not, not, not for a moment. Do you think he had it just out for you then? Like, this is the, where I could get Opie? You're going to have to ask him. Because I can't figure out why he would do that. <laughs> you can ask him. He put a lot of people out of work. You can ask him. So Charles a great investor. He, he, no, you can ask I gotta him. I got to know Mike for my fans. I got to ask so, questions. So the thing <laughs> is that, um, you know, uh, you're obviously a fan of the radio show. All the stuff we did over the years, on air, off air, in bathrooms, outside, everywhere, right? Right. That was... That that was that was that the, was the light. Yeah, it came was, out of nowhere. And I'm not trashing the company because, like I said, we have settled everything. It took a year. Yeah. Um, and what choice do they have if somebody does complain about that kind of thing? What choice do they have in this culture? Sure, right. In in this culture, they probably had to take Roland's uh, complaint very seriously. I, I could kind of see it that way, but I also know. What happened that day in the bathroom? There was nothing that was worth going to anyone about. I wish but, you could see that video. Well, <laughs> I thought, you know when I first met seen you guys, not even on the radio, I seen you at the garden when you guys worked with Andrew Dice Clay. I just told that story on, on, wow. on, on the podcast the other day. I, I love Dice forever. I met him a couple of times. Yeah. 
the first time I met him, he was kind of a knucklehead to me. I met right. him at Caroline's, right? He was like, they, you know, uh, Jim Florentine introduced me, he goes, so you're a comic, what am I supposed to do about this? Right. And I, I was like, for years, I was a huge fan of his. I'm like, what a knucklehead he is, right? Then I seen him, like, uh, on Brewer's radio show, right? Then he became a friendly to me. But then I, when he was on an audio show with me, he said one of the best things I could ever hear as a comic, he goes, I've been watching, I watch the show all night. He goes, I'm a huge fan of yours now. Wow. Yeah, Dice is awesome. Which is like, I love him as a person. I've lost touch with him a little bit over the years, but he's... I, he's a good guy. He is awesome. He's a, he's a good family man because he was telling us that, like, people are like... You know, where'd you go for all these years? When he took time off, he goes, I took time off to raise my sons to do the yeah, right thing. And their sons are very talented musicians. I love his kids. Check out their uh, their stuff. It's amazing. He's just a regular guy like I, you are. And the thing is, everybody thinks, they gave him a hard time in right. this. Am I right or wrong? Yeah, of course. Right? The suits hated him. But you know what? The bottom line in this is, your fans will kick the doors open. Yeah. The suits are fucking an unnecessary evil. And he put me on Madis- uh, on that Madison Square Garden yeah. stage. I'll never forget. I remember that. I was freaked out. I'm I was like, just telling the story the other day, so I don't need to tell it again. But... 2000. I, lo- I loved it. I came there. Yeah. Jim Florent had invited me to come to see those guys, right? Yeah. So what happened was they snuck down in the front seats to go sit with us, right? And I was a goody two-shoes, and the cop came and goes, you don't belong. He go, let me go back to the nosebleed section. I said, <laughs> Nice. All right, I'm going to leave, Mike. Is that Thank all right? You. No, no. We, uh, Before Sal really starts attacking. Yeah, yeah. Can we? Can we do? A, can we get some plugs in? Is that yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Is that okay? Could you? Can you tell me? Do your plugs like you would on your on your radio show? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you guys want to plug? Plug the podcast. All right, Mike and I do uh, testosterone. He named it. It's on uh, Gonzo Podcast Network. It's also on all the platforms. Go to GonzoPodcast.com or iTunes or whatever. And also, I have The Slant. It's with Greg and Rob Carnizone, myself, Sal Coldonado. That's also on all the same shit, Spotify, iTunes. And uh, at Mike Bichetti on Twitter and Instagram, at Sal Cola Comedy, and at Slant Show on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks, Opie, a lot. Sal, pleasure to meet you, for Pretty real. honor, sir. And I didn't mind any of those questions. Thank you, Opie. Uh, Mike, so are you going to walk us out or yes. what? All right. But we're going to walk guy. right out now. My phone's going off. Like, I'm kind of bummed that we didn't get to the uh, the snacks that you bought us, but... No, you want to take them? Take them for the road. Nah, you know, I'm trying to eat better myself there, Mikey, you know. Are you sure, guys? I mean, those aren't bad. Oh, I'm sure. Well, they're veggie chips, pretzels, and uh, the white well, cheddar Mickey popcorn. Mouse, but that's, I mean, Mickey Mouse could be a fucking communist. <laughs> well, my little, my little kids actually eat those veggie chips. Are they good at... Oh, there's the dog. Of course the dog is yapping. <laughs> of course. It wants one last chance to bite me in the ankle. Sal, thanks for real. Opie, thanks for right. Peace, all right? Thank you. We'll do it again. Mike, you're going to walk me out? I got to say goodbye to your mom. Okay. Can I kiss your mom on the lips? No, she's a freak. No, why? Just ask her if I could kiss her on the lips. What? Yeah, yeah. Can I hug you? Yeah. All right. Want to hug an old lady? You're not an old lady. Thank you for having us. This was awesome. Thank you. I really appreciate it. You got a really. Solid son. I know, thank God. With with good, with with very good values. We yeah. talked about it on the podcast. Yeah. This kid was brought up right. Mike's brother. Thank you. Uh, pleasure, uh, to meet, uh, pleasure to meet you. I hope the dog enjoyed the family's day. Yeah, absolutely. We still didn't eat it. Still didn't eat it after all that time uh, with you cutting it up. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna give a little tie weed when you guys leave. Maybe <laughs> should get the munchies. <laughs> Mike. Mike, you're gonna have to compete with your brother. He's funny. Yeah, yeah. All right, we're out the out the door. Yeah. My, my, my sister, right? This is from Andy's house. Huh? Andy's house from the barbecue. 
Yeah, my sister has a house with a pool, right? Nice. And they barbecue. You guys want to come anytime? I would love that. Sunday. They drink, they eat good, right, John? My birthday party, 21st, should be 50. 50. You know what my brother is? He he cooks on the grill. Okay. Sure, anything. Just let me know. Yeah. I appreciate you, Mike. For real. I'll invite you. Thank you. Give me a hug, brother. Good to see you. Thank you. So great to meet you. Thanks for those. Give me a hug. Mom, thank you, Mom. Mike, thanks for those kind words. I wish more people were brave to tell some of the truth. I'm not afraid to say anything. I understand. I see you like American flags, by the way. A lot of American flags outside. No, but the thing is, people aren't realizing this, right? Oh, the wind. Hold on. First of all... Joey hates wind. Go, go over here. Yeah. First of all, we all know how brutal this business is to begin with. There's sure. no right or wrong. There, yeah. There's no right or wrong in it. There's no... But the thing is, I, I could name... I could stay here for two hours and name how many people you help become famous or semi-famous or millionaires now or close to it. A few and millionaires. They turn their back on you. Yeah. Simple as that. The morons. Simple as that, even though they... Uh, the neighbor's got some nice cans, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mom. <laughs> okay. She's slamming the door on me. Wow. Wow, who's that? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Is that a goomba? Is that someone's goomba? I, I don't know. All right, they're, know. they're leaving me. All right. All right, bye. All right, thank you, guys. All right, there you go. Oh, my God. Okay. Ah, that was on. What do you think of that? It was good. It was the house is weird. They all live there. Five people live there. Yeah, they're all adults living with mom, but they all seem happy. What are you gonna do? All right, I'm tired. I gotta go home. So that's Mike Bichetti. I didn't even mention the beaker thing, did I? Ah, whatever. All right, Joey, take it away. I'm going home. Hope you enjoyed the Opie Radio podcast. Uh, go to opiradio.com. Get a T-shirt. Another way you can listen to the podcast as well. It's uh, nice and easy. Just one click over there if you're not close to your uh, podcast app or whatever. All right. This was a lot of fun. Once again, thanks to Mike Bichetti and uh, Sal and Mike Bichetti's mom and Mike Bichetti's (laughs) awesome brother and the Yip Yap dog. All right. Take it away, Joey. If you like this episode, leave us a five-star rating and comment at Apple Podcasts. Buy a hat or shirt at opiradio.com. Check out the credits for this episode in the show description. And remember to subscribe to this podcast so you're always the first to know when a new episode drops at OP Radio. The Westwood One Podcast Network. Talk is Jericho with Chris Jericho. And my guest, original Metallica bassist, Ron McGovney. I never really tried out to be in the band. I was there, I was available, and it was never going to be a long-term thing until they found somebody, you know, that for, fit that vibe better. Right. Talk is Jericho. Download and subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and the Westwood One Podcast app. Free from the Westwood One Podcast Network. <laughs>